0: Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast, your source for the latest Legion news, opinion,
1: and analysis. And now, the Outriders. Hello, Outriders. We are back with a hot new episode for you, unless you're catching up and binging all these episodes, and it's far in the future... It's still Less hot. hot, okay, hot, it's still but, hot, but not new. Maybe a little okay. lukewarm, loo- right. but definitely a uh,
2: post on how uh, Yoda is destroying the meta. You, oh, oh man, that Yoda! Don't get me started. Wait. <laughs>
1: How's it going? We've got uh, Matt, Dan, and John with us here this week. How you doing, guys? I'm back from the dead, apparently.
0: Yes, based on uh, last episode. <laughs> I when
1: mean, the way he was
2: talking <laughs> about it, you had uh, passed on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, I'm recovering well from a cold luckily not covid so i apologize in advance for any uh you know prepubescent squeaks in my voice oh (laughs) man i'm just glad you could
1: make it because uh wait it feels like we just recorded but that's because i was out of state for a week so i just kind of lose time but uh we've got if you're listening to this in the in the closer linear timeline uh a lot to discuss we got some star wars news we got some legion news we got more Legion news. Well, we and then we got Legion news. We, so. didn't have a, <laughs> we didn't have a lot of Legion news until yesterday. Until yesterday. yesterday <laughs> yeah, if you're listening so, to this yeah. in the, uh, yeah, like on the, the Monday release, then it's, uh, it's the spicy topic right now. But we're going to talk about that real quick.
0: John, what have you been up to, bud? Man, I don't know. Just uh, enjoying the summer, doing some painting. Uh, I think since last time I was on here, I got all my, my AA5 built and painted. One of them.
1: One of them. Oh, uh, so yeah. all of one of them.
0: All of one of them, yeah. yeah. Uh, I still have my second one that I'm going to do something a little different with when I get around to it, but uh, okay. I'm going to practice some like graffiti-style airbrushing on that.
1: you but... going to put a light kit in it? No. No. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'll leave that for Jeff. Yeah, yeah fair. Uh, did, I think did, you finished that. It's almost done. I think. Did you post pictures of it? Because I, I, I did. Yeah, it's Instagram. on my Instagram. Oh, okay. okay. You also had an article know? come out too, not too long yeah, ago. Actually, yeah,
0: actually, yeah. I think since the last last episode I was on, I had ju- we just published the AA Five article. Yep. Um I did a Wookiee article on the Fifth Trooper blog. So it's uh, wow,
1: really getting outside your comfort. Zone, I know, right? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know best? All right, oh, I'm yeah. gonna stick with Wookiees. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it,
0: just, it covers the the new uh, Kashyyyk Defenders, Kashyyyk Resistance, and uh, the Wookiee Chieftain. Ooh. So yeah, Very it's. Nice. Uh, I mean, obviously, I haven't had a chance to play with those
1: yet, but um, just speculation for now. Sure, that's what you say. Dan, you got any Legion-related stuff
2: in? Yeah, um, I finished up my first squad of the Stormtrooper upgrade packs, where I'm replacing all my Stormtroopers with them, and I posted that up in the Discord and the Facebook. Oh, nice. And like, the, the sculpts are just amazing, yes. and it looks so much better. Yeah, they do
1: look really good. Um,
2: and I've also been getting into adventures and magnetizing. I am going through and magnetizing my whole army and cutting a bunch of sheet metal and making magnetic storage for it so. and that
1: will be our entire second yes. topic uh, dan is going to explain to us how magnets work mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes i still my fingertips are still covered in freaking super glue from all those yeah. magnets. but, yeah.
1: but uh, uh yeah i uh we're obviously gonna be talking about my tournament experience at uh, lone star open here in a little bit but i was painting like a madman to get to tabletop quality with my uh, my rebel forces because as I noted uh, on on the Twitter is, I knew I was going for months, and yet somehow the day before I'm supposed to leave, I am feverishly basing and finishing up painting and all that. Uh, actually, John helped me out with uh, a basing technique that I really liked, uh, doing the snow bases and all that, and I think it turned out really well. But Proc-
2: Procrastination.
1: It's a yes, hell of a drug. It is, man. That's how I live <laughs> my life. But anyways. I'll give you
2: some
0: props. I mean, you did start working on it at least a week beforehand.
1: I mean, a little bit, and then I let it set for like two weeks, and then I was like, wow. We're getting on that plane ride here soon. I should probably, you know, finish out these. I had four completely unpainted models, and then I had like two colors on like two squads, so I had to go through and finish them out. But it got done, and I'm gonna go continue now. Now that the uh, the contrast layers are done on there, I'm gonna go and actually do highlighting and cleanup and all that kind of stuff, make them look real pretty. Ooh, yeah. Well, prettier. How about that? <laughs> but uh, before we get into all the rest of that, Dan, what's going on in Star Wars? Well,
2: this is a reminder to everyone to up your Patreon rewards because, you know, the Galactic Star Cruiser had another reveal on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. on Disney's YouTube channel.
1: Oh, actually, speaking uh, of, shout outs. Uh, oh, yes. Might as well get this out. Uh, thank you, Diff, for upping to Imperial Outrider level. You monster. And <laughs> Nokio joined in as a first-time pledge for Imperial Outrider. So, yay, guys. Thanks for your support. Yeah. So on the Disney YouTube channel, they uh bunch of the Imagineers had a little
2: round explaining what things that are gonna be uh shown in the Galactic Star cruiser experience. Uh, it's gonna and they announced the opening date too, of spring twenty twenty two. Oh. So oh. coming up actually yeah. pretty quick. Yeah, pretty quick. Yeah. Uh there's gonna be a live dinner entertainment. So they showed off some of the food plates that they were working on. There's some really weird looking food. We're we gonna on have some Marto wraps. <laughs> oh no, it's it's uh, I sent you the link to the video. I know you still need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I need to watch it. <laughs> but they said they had a Mustafar inspired plate and like the plate. that looks like lava rocks and and burnt twisted stuff. It still looks appetizing. Mustafar. Even know... Wait. Yeah. So
1: where are we gonna have banana-kin uh, on yes, flambe? Exactly. <laughs>
2: and they had some uh, some blue
1: shrimp on there that I was like on the fence. I'm like I don't know if
2: that's something I, I want to eat. I swear I read
1: something like years and years ago that it was actually. Scientifically proven that blue is the least appetizing color of food. Really?
2: I mean, they did that purple ketchup.
1: Remember Ooh, that? Oh, thanks. No, no, thank <laughs> you. F- no. Ah. no. Okay. I mean, blue Never Gatorade mind. is the best flavor of yes. Gatorade. It is, but it's not really a food, is it? Gatorade. It's got the electrolytes. Plants what if you crave, freeze it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, then it's just a popsicle, which is. <laughs> still, still, but food. yes, I, I agree <laughs> with John. <laughs> that blue is the
2: best color of Gatorade, or best color, best flavor. I, I like purple. You like purple flavor? Yeah.
0: yeah. I think it's fierce. <laughs>
1: that's
0: fair. However, if anybody tries to tell you it's actually grape Gatorade, that's no. a cop and you stay away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's
2: uh, definitely not that. Uh,
1: it, is, it is purple.
2: Yeah. But they explained uh, the this kind of story you'll be going through. It ties in with things in Galaxy's Edge. So like you say, you say you're going to meet the buyer of the coaxium that you steal if you cool. fly on a Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Uh, that there'll be guests will be asked to do favors for shopkeepers or shopkeepers may ask you to do favors for them for talking to other people back on the star Cruiser. So there's going to be a very immersive experience. So wait, we, get k- yeah, we get quests in Quest Yeah, basically get quests. <laughs> and it's funny. They were very specific in their wording on the on the video. They said, oh, you're doing favors or jobs for things. Never quests. But no, in the back it, of my mind, I'm popping up like, yeah, it's a quest. Yeah, it's a totally a <laughs> <good> quest. <laughs> uh, yeah. But they, they were also explicit to say that you can be as immersive as you wish. You can go in and do
1: all this. Or you can just sit back and watch everything as well. Okay, I got to get a costume. Because I swear, I, I think the one thing I saw somebody saying was like, wait, you can have full costumes for this? I know that they mm-hmm. were going to encourage it, but actually, the full costume thing might be really cool. Matt's really going to out cosplay the actual people who work there. <laughs> uh, I need to get my poofy admiral pants together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, have, uh, yeah, Patreons, head on over there so we can uh, live cast from our Star Cruiser vacation. Yeah. It's <laughs> all, yeah.
2: They did not announce pricing yet, but <laughs> it's uh, still
1: it's going to be going to be spicy. I'm sure. <laughs> the price tag will be catastrophic. Yes. <laughs>
2: uh other star wars news uh oh i am i am a horrible person i did not write his name down but the youtuber who deepfaked uh luke in mando season two i don't know if you saw those youtube videos going around no were they you didn't see that no i gotta say i've been gone oh no that was a while ago oh was it back when season two launched and they had the whole watch
1: deepfake things i think it's kind of weird
2: but uh i mean he improved the the video of that at least that scene considerably. Oh, so he it took the last scene yeah. for Mando and, and uh, made it actually look it like up? yeah, actually made it look like oh. Harrison. Or not? God, i uh, Mark I'm, I'm still I'm still on dayquil, cool, guys. Yeah, so, <laughs> a, on Mark Hamill. Okay, yes, man, we'll fill in the gaps. Uh, so yeah, um, but he was hired by Lucasfilm.
1: That's awesome. Hey, yeah. get a get straight into ILM. Get on, get on over here. Yes. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm glad to see that they're uh, It's mean, a cool technology um, because obviously you still want to be able to visit with your characters, even though the actors have aged or passed on. Um, so having, you know, limited amounts of it like that with a nice high quality to I'm mean, gonna have to go watch those now, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's nice when that technology is actually used for good as opposed to, you know, <laughs> creating political <laughs> propaganda or whatever. Yeah,
1: well, that too. Uh, or, yeah. or hide
2: mustaches. Not to go off on a tangent <laughs> on a, the Indiana Jones movie filming, but with current things that have been going on in that movie, they they need deep faking on, oh, on Harrison really? Ford. really? Yeah. Yeah. It's going so, uh, he he's an old man. Well, yeah, I don't know if you heard he hurt himself on set. Did he? And he's yeah. out for like at least I think they said eighteen months. Don't quote me on that. Uh, or something like that. I don't that'll, know. That'll don't that'll yet. put a hitch in your yeah production so, schedule. Uh, rumor is that they're having a body double walk around and they're gonna deep fake his face on the body double. Wow. so <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how that comes out. And I, I
1: wonder if we're gonna get to the point in the future where it's like the same two hundred actors just doing every movie forever because of deep fakes, we're going to have John Wayne and L- like- Nicholas <laughs> Cage enter the chat. <laughs> Nicholas, I mean, he's, he's never going to die, so
2: he's always going to be available. Man, all the contract negotiations just for likeness rights are going to be crazy. Yeah, so. it's <laughs> kind of nuts. Uh, and the last thing I had here uh, to go along with the Dave Filoni action figure, because I know you're getting that one. Figure, yeah. Yep. It, has that actually gone up yet? I was looking for that. Uh, I it... don't think so yet. No, I'll no, have to double check on that. Still waiting. Yeah. Uh, but Hasbro announced a uh, a Paz Vizsla, which was, of course, played by John Favreau mm-hmm. in the Mandalorian black series figures coming out too. So you can have both your Dave Filoni and your John Favreau action figures now.
1: I thought we had that one already. I know that, that they're the doing Six a Sense carbonite. Yeah, uh, they, they I could be. They're doing a carbonite version. There, uh, I know of they did the like three the scout three trooper, quarter. the Shore trooper, and Paz Vizsla. I'll double check that. I might actually, I think I have that guy already, hmm. but. Uh... Oh, I'll just assume you're right, Dan, because you know everything. No question Dan. Yeah. I uh, it's like, please, realize I was getting way out on Dan that limb. Yeah. If
2: last episode was any indication, I do get things wrong. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. You questioned me on my wookies. I'm to yeah. question you. On, every every question apologize. You on. I like apologize. It's high, road. high, road. high road. <laughs> I made it sound like you were dead, but I...
1: <laughs>
0: but I trust your expertise enough where when you questioned me, I didn't question that. I was like... You're probably right. No, seriously, <laughs> you know, he's got the track record and the credibility. Uh, like, yeah,
1: Dan actually knows things. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, right. any um, any FLG updates? Um, I mean, 181
2: days to LVO. Yay! So yeah, it's sub 200. So uh, I got to start panic working back on the. Uh, Back on the Star Tours table, back, you know, back away from my army.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Also, those that are interested in SoCal Open, tickets were supposed to go on sale uh, yesterday, Friday, as we're recording. But I think they're going to be, as of the release of this podcast episode, Monday was the new day. August
2: 2nd, yes. Thank you. Um, Coincidentally, all the tickets for every event except the Star Wars events are open it's yeah 40k it's all that
1: i i stopped by at lso at the front and uh reese and a couple of the other guys working there I was like hey so when's uh when's the event tickets for uh socal going up they're like they're already up and i was like wait what and they're like oh wait legion i was like yeah He was like oh uh, a couple days <laughs> i was like oh, okay <laughs> i don't know why the difference but uh yeah hopefully they should be up and i'm gonna grab my
2: ticket and correct me if I'm wrong on this particular case they aren't doing an event ticket it's just or not event but like they're not doing a convention ticket it's just individual events Is unlike it? unlike you know where you LVO where you had to buy an LVO ticket and then the event ticket yeah yeah they so didn't do they, that for LSO yeah. either I wasn't
1: sure I was like wait did I buy an event ticket and they are like no they're not doing that I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> that, okay that saves yeah. me a few bucks so yeah anyways um, we had some reveals yes uh, they were you
2: know just Box art and renders, but they were still reveals and official announcements. Yeah, we, uh,
1: we did hear about the the leak. You remember the leak? Yep, I, I do remember a that a while back. Yeah, you know. yeah. So now we see what they look like. I'm kind of, I'm still really curious about the scale on the spider tank. Um, I'm
2: assuming it's a medium, same as like the
1: ATRT base. Yeah, yeah it looks ATRT sized. Yeah, that's kind of what I was guessing the the base size, but it's probably going to be, you know, well the the feet were like
2: literally good. on the edges and kind of spilling over yeah. the edges of the base, so. He's um, cute, though. I like yeah, him. You He's like really it? You really like a guy. There's like yeah. a couple little memes out
1: there putting googly eyes on him. Yeah. Anime oh, I, eyes I saw Kravak yeah. was putting that yeah. one out. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, we got the Spider Tank renders, the Fluttercraft, uh, the STD, and the Magna Droids. You know there's a, there's a pill for that. Uh, if STD. you're lucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Super Tactical Droid coming out. Uh, yeah. What was the named one of those? Oh, there's a couple of them. There's... Kalani, there's Kalani. Kraken,
2: there's Auto, there's um, there's like three or four more that I'm blanking on right now. Uh, I mean, I'm I think that's pretty good though. Yeah, yeah.
0: God, I don't know all of them right off the oh, top. Oh, yes. You're yes, a separatist Ar- Ar- fan. Name five super tactical <laughs> droids. <Yeah. laughs>
2: You're a Star Wars fan. Name every clone. <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> Jango Fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the, look, looking at that Fluttercraft render, I'm 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 kind of as as a you know non. Uh, prequel player looking and saying, "Oh, I guess the uh, the Republic's gonna have the same fun that droid players always had. With oh. How spindly that thing looks!
0: But at least like the droids are easy to transport. You can just put them in a little like little foam thing. I'm looking at that and I'm getting like like AOS Night haunt vibes from that. like oh, how yeah. spindly everything on there looks and those like, oh, that's wings sticking way out off. and how oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, how I feel about flying bases already. Oh anyway.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they're your favorites, but." I was kind of, did they not have like the uh, the butterfly wings or the uh, firefly wings? They on did, there? yeah. Oh, they did, yeah. okay. The one I saw it didn't look like it, but I might have been looking at it wrong. You're talking about from the, from the top? Like yeah. the chopper blades Yeah, Yeah, yeah. No. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're orthopter they, wings, actually. Oh, they are, okay. Yeah, they flap. Uh, they I don't just wanted to make sure that yeah. that was the <laughs> case, because that's what I remember from the movie, but... Yeah,
2: and it had a smaller set of flappy wings in the front nose, too, so it's, you got those Ooh. those thin, it's easy things. has got a little Yeah.
0: I'm excited for them because like they look like cool models. Um, I really hope the rules aren't great for them, so I don't have to worry about transporting them anyway. <laughs> <now. laughs> well, come on, it's Wookies, man. What do you care about rules? Uh, no, I, I don't care about the rules. I care about whether or not I want to actually transport. It. Like if, if they're gonna like add to the synergy of playing the Wookiee chieftain and the Wookies for Galactic republic
1: dan we got to get john into training we'll send him to work in the watch factory for a week or two (laughs) get that manual dexterity up there (laughs) you know have some you know kind of calisthenics for your hands so you get rid of those sausage little little sausage (laughs) fingers (laughs)
2: your fingertip push-ups with with his painting quality i figure his his dexterity is already there oh
1: you know that's a good point yeah what are you complaining about there i
2: don't know i just i I don't (laughs) i don't like the
0: assembling the finley bits like Putting together models like go ma-
1: play Empire
2: then come on <laughs> chunky boys for days yeah uh, literally as- the the Gav tank is like one brick Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah no I suppose like
0: putting together like a couple of the MCP models I've done recently where they've got like little because like they're obsessed with doing like spindly little like lightning bolts and yeah. stuff to yeah. to like base a model looks awesome pain in the butt to try to get to put together
1: yeah yeah well that's yeah, that's I'm the sure price you
2: pay for sweet looking stuff true. I'm I'm sure there's a potential for magnets. So guys, <laughs> I know, I might be on a little magnet kick right now. Uh, because magnet, yeah, maybe. It yeah. Well, yeah. I know with but,
0: um with like doing like the like some of the jet bikes and stuff for forty K, like you can do those socket and ball joint yeah. magnets. They're actually really nice. And that, that might work well for the, the flutter craft I
1: actually kinda want to see if I can convert the T forty sevens over to that and i have to do like little banking little banking and you know, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I might have a couple extra for you. I'll hey, look. sweet. Anything else that we saw on those? Uh, uh, yeah, no, nothing else really happened on the Facebook yesterday. Hmm? No, <laughs> oh, nothing? No, nothing no, at all. Nothing at all. Uh, nothing to see here. Uh, Move other along. Than, uh, Move along. I, I think at least mentioned that, hey, we've got a change of an ownership at the uh, the official, well, not the official, the I Legion mean, Facebook group, the big one. And uh, LJ is now... Uh, over there.
0: I mean, it was a pretty, it was a roller coaster yesterday with
1: that. Was, I, man, I was streaming the entire evening. So I was like, oh no, got bad news. And then I was out for like six hours and then I checked back and I was like, oh no. <laughs> well,
0: I had, so I, I was at work and I had caught the post original original post that somebody had, you know, took a screenshot of what LJ had, or I'm sorry, what Luke Eddy had tweeted. So, okay, so oh, well, yeah, we're talking
1: more... about first, uh, yeah, the Twitter that Luke has been let go from his position as designer at uh, Atomic Mass Games, part of Asmodee, and uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty brutal, I gotta so, say.
0: Yeah, so the tweet that he originally had sent out um, yesterday basically said, Hello friends, fans, and followers, as of this Wednesday, I'm no longer with Atomic Mass, uh, games and am no longer working on Star Wars Legion, X-Wing, or Armada. This was unfortunately not a decision that I
1: made.
2: Yeah, and yeah. but I, and I don't think many people on the Facebook saw because there was a hubbub about that. But yeah, he he followed up with what like six or seven more. Twitter posts, mm-hmm. thanking everybody. He was extremely positive. Oh, no, he, he's such a yeah. good
1: dude. I wouldn't yeah. expect anything less from him. But uh, it is really kind of a kick in the pants for the Legion community at large. And Star Wars, you know, because he did work on those other projects as well. Uh, very disappointed to see him go. He was the silver lining of the whole AMG shape uh, shakeup because we're like, well, at least we got one of the original OG, you know, designers still with a hand on the tiller. And now it's like, I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, his last post in that thread was, uh, quote, If you play Legion and like what I designed, I have good news. If things go according to plan, there's still awesome Legion content designed by yours truly, yet to be released. Other than that, stay tuned. I don't know what the future holds for me, but I can't wait to find out. So,
1: And I'm sure he'll land another job oh, yeah. super quick. And so. Just
2: like Alex, like... Definitely, if you see any projects by him in the future, definitely look into them. Consider buying them. Yeah. So.
0: But, you know, the, the, the <laughs> Facebook controversy kind of stemmed from one of the admins on that Facebook Legion page. Yeah. Basically ignoring that last tweet that Luke had sent out and went all chicken little and was, you know, doom and gloom saying this game's just about dead.
2: Yeah. Um, to, to be fair, he wasn't the only one doom and glooming. There was no, a lot of no. people. But, but and
0: and what ended up getting LJ banned was LJ had said, you know, as the admin of this Legion page, you probably shouldn't be, yeah, you know, throwing. You're in a position
1: of responsibility. You know, yeah. hold it together, man. So <laughs> yeah.
0: you know, things happened. This guy chose to ban LJ, and then the Legion community kind of went in an uproar because what? LJ. Yeah. LJ is like. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like the champion of the Legion community. I mean, we, like, we have podcasters, we have content creators, and stuff like that, who, who do a lot to try to keep this game going and keep the game interesting. But I mean, when it comes down to it, like LJ is is the like, the motor that makes this community go.
2: Yeah. No, and, uh, he's like the godfather. Of <laughs> <right. Virgin>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and.
0: and He's somebody who selflessly gives of his time huh. and his effort to make sure that, you know, there's a positive place for people in the community. He's, you know, not one of these people who's going to throw criticism at others, you know. And, and honestly, like, I, my own personal interactions with him, like, I sometimes like, man, like, I wish I was that positive. And I wish I, you know, yeah. I, I went through my, Whoa, for sure. you know, and Legion is not his only thing. Like, he's a very, vis- very busy person. So yeah. for him to take on the additional role of being admin for this page, too... Well, I think it's great for the community. It's like, man, he's...
1: (laughs) If (laughs) I had to guess, he's going to handpick some people to step into that role. Yeah. I mean, he's got enough hats that he's plate spinning. (laughs) Yeah. Mixed two (laughs) metaphors there. (laughs) But, I mean, that's just how complicated it is, but... Yeah, and he's got a little one that he just... Yeah, new kid. New kid, so now. He's in the, the Guard in California, and then he's also a school teacher, and then he's also working the forums, and... And then yeah. the Discord and uh, all that stuff. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, let's let say, I guess we just got to see how things shake out at this point. Because there's nothing really to be done about it. I made my angry noises at Day because I think they're not making moves in the interest of the community. But I also don't think they care. Yeah, and, so. that's,
0: and that's, I think, the thing that really just kind of upset me the most about this was, yeah. you know, we worked with Luke and Alex when they first yeah. really started, mm-hmm. like, developing the game and, and, and moving it past just its initial launch. And, you know, they've both been extremely gracious to the community. They've both been, you know, done a great job of being a, uh, you know, a, a front, you know, the, the front and center, the, 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 face, the public yeah. face of, yeah. of these games. And, you know, we don't know what went into the transition from FFG to AMG. Um, I From what we saw, it looks like there's the puppet master over at a- Asmodee who, doesn't care so much about the employees that are working at their their respective companies but they're moving things around assets and things just to what makes financial sense which from a business perspective i get it but i i I feel like there's a a, a serious disrespect of their employees oh
1: yeah especially when he uprooted from what was he wisconsin
0: yeah i mean luke is luke's from wisconsin like about 30 minutes outside minneapolis He was working at, uh, at, you know, the FFG headquarters, which was in Roseville, Minnesota, just, you know, just outside Minneapolis. So it was pretty local. And I believe Alex was also from Minneapolis. Mm. So when they decided to move all of the tabletop games, so X-Wing, Legion, Armada, from FFG over to AMG... Which was also a subsidiary of of uh, Asmodee, so it's yeah. not like people are saying, "Oh, you know, oh, AMG stole it." Now,
1: yeah, that was that was my mistake early on, as I thought this was an AMG thing, but I was corrected. Like, no, they are all Asmodee employees, so yeah. that's so, who writes their paychecks.
0: From from a you know a numbers perspective, Asmodee is simply consolidating one part of a company to another similar part of the company. I get that; that yeah. makes sense. FFG became a focal point for board games. And AMG became a focal point for tabletop games. Totally understand that. However, when you have people who are willing to uproot themselves, like Alec or like like Luke was, you know, to to move from a relatively you know cost a low cost area around Minneapolis to one of the highest cost places in the country in Seattle, um, you know, somebody who's willing to make that move and. I don't have any idea what their salaries are, but if it's anything like what GW is complaining about right now, their employees, I don't think these game developers are getting paid a lot of money. No. And, you know, he obviously has a passion for the game, loves the community, has done a great job of developing the game, and to have somebody who was just basically shown the door like that unceremoniously, it hurts. Yeah. You know, from from a, a community member who sees that, like, it's hard to support a company who does that.
1: Yeah, that's that's the trouble. You know, I was kind of like, "Oh, maybe maybe I should boycott, you know, Asmodee, but I don't think they'd hesitate for a second just to just axe Legion if they're like, well, cool, it's no longer profitable, it's done." Yeah.
2: Well, that's a yeah. crazy thing. Yeah. I mean, for all indicate outward indicators we do have, Legion is selling amazing.
1: It I mean, seems like they can't keep the product on the shelves. Yeah, so. like everyone's <laughs> saying,
2: "Oh, you know, low oh, Legion, you know, is going to die and whatnot." Well, if legion were on a downswing there would be product on shelves collecting dust yeah mm-hmm. and considering there's i mean scarcity scarcity yeah that you like reprints just reprints disappear when they come out yeah. <laughs> yeah. and i'm not i'm not
0: trying to come at this like mm-hmm. you know doom no. and gloom or, or, or like even promoting a boycott because let's no. be real all the other tabletop company games i mean GW is rife with issues right now. There's Uh people who are longtime GW players who are talking about boycotting GW for their employee treatment and for the way they treat the community, like the the content creators and things like that. Wow. So uh, there's issues with all sorts of companies. This isn't really just something exclusive to Asmodee or AMG or FFG or anything like that. Um, And Legion is objectively one of the best games out there. It really is. Besides Uh the fact that we love the Star Wars IP, it's a great game. It's a tight game, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, in Alex and Luke did a great job, I'm I'm hoping that AMG has some talent, like whether that's Will Schick or Will Pagani over from, you know, from Marvel Crisis Protocol, if they're gonna you know employ some of their experience to help develop this to, game, huh? or bring somebody else in. You know, I, I don't know what the inner workings of AMG's plans are for the future. Um, and I don't I don't think we have any reason to necessarily think that it's gonna, you know, be the death knell of the game.
1: No, and I, I certainly hope that is not I mean no, we're probably all hoping that is not the case here. It's just they attacked one of the darlings and is no longer attached to it, so everybody's kind of, you know, grieving in their own way to various amounts.
0: So they yeah. so, do better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do better <laughs> by, by your it. people. Do
1: better by your people. Everybody all the businesses should do that. But anyways. Uh, I, I think uh, that's that's enough said on that one. But uh, we'll, we will continue to monitor the situation, and uh, hopefully we'll can put this ugly chapter behind us. But, uh, anyways, how about some other Star Wars there, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm being told it's time for a break. Is it time for a break? Are you guys ready to break? Let's let's take a break. I guess we could take a quick yeah. break. All right, we'll be back after these messages. Hey guys, Matt here to tell you about our friends over at 6up Supply. If you're like me and don't have access to your own 3D printers, 6up Supply has you covered with a whole suite of printing services to bring those awesome files to life. The Outriders are proud to be partnered with 6up, and you can find special themed terrain, gear, and tokens with a big discount for Patreon members in the Outrider Central section of the website. And that's not all. You can also get terrain bases, game supplies, tools, LED kits, and more. Stuff is being added all the time. So stop by the number 6upsupply.com and use coupon code OUTRIDER to save 10% on your next order and let them help you up your game.
0: You are receiving the Legion Outriders podcast. Ending the transmission now would be most unfortunate. And now, the Outriders...
1: Welcome back, Outriders. And uh, now to go, Rah Rah Legion. I'm going to be recounting a tale. Pull up, pull up a stool, Chitlins. We're we're going to talk about some Star Wars legions.
0: I'm excited to hear this because Matt, you did us proud. Oh yes.
1: Uh, thank you. Yes, I did. No, <laughs> I definitely had the uh, the best tournament showing that I've shown. But it was this was a very unique experience. I hope I can recount some of the uh, the highlights. But. Uh, to cut to the chase, I, I went to the Lone Star Open, which was held last weekend as of this recording, and I uh, spent the Saturday and Sunday there getting some games in, and I had an absolute blast. Spoiler, yeah, playing Legion's fun. you know, <laughs> it, it was great, but uh, uh, then I was able to kind of turn it into a little vacation. I went down to Austin, visited some friends, but uh, yeah, so... This was kind of the first big event since lockdown that I went to and it was held in Allen, Texas at a really actually pretty nice uh, venue out there. They have like a exhibition hall attached to a big Marriott hotel. So kind of like in Vegas where we get, you know, the hotel casinos, but it looked I mean it wasn't quite there were slosh machines everywhere and ugly carpeting and all that
2: and <laughs> chain smokers in the lobby oh, but w- with that carp- with that concrete floor I'm sure you were begging for some ugly uh, carpeting right it, it actually wasn't
1: <laughs> too bad but yes oh, like. it was uh, all concrete in there but uh, overall it was a really nice venue Allen Texas is uh, fairly pretty and <laughs> fairly pretty that that sounds kind of like uh, it, it was near a <laughs> business park area with a lot of, uh, stuff nearby, uh, across the street to go get food and things all that. So that was kind of nice. It, uh, did have the big concrete, but we, it wasn't packed by any, this was like a big hall and we had the entire run of it and Legion was kind of in the back corner and we took up a good portion of it, but all the other 40 K and, uh, AOS and there was some, uh, X-Wing and Armada going on. It's like, we weren't crowded on there. Uh, people were. Uh, some people had masks. Uh, most people, I, I'm hoping everybody that wasn't wearing masks was vaccinated. But uh, it seemed like we weren't crammed in there like you see people at concerts right, right now. But uh, overall, it was a really nice experience. As my first... Uh, kind of big especially a travel event you know i'm going way out of you know we've been doing lvo here and SoCal. i've done a little bit going to texas hadn't been there in years and i gotta say when i got in town friday night and i kind of went down to hang out i didn't recognize anybody had a little bit of social anxiety i was like oh man there's people <laughs> <laughs> what's all this what? about i hung out a little bit and uh you know, uh, then I just kind of went up to my room, had some had some dinner, went to bed because I had the time zone change and all that. I had to get up really early from what I'm used to. But uh, next day, all of that just kind of fell away. You know, they handed out the round pairings. You know, I don't know if I went into automatic mode, but, you know, like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, meeting people, introducing, getting going through the business of playing the game and all that. And it, it just became just flipped on its head. And it was such a great experience. There were so many new players out there too. Like I, I played at least a couple of guys. They only started playing with the last year, which might've helped my standings a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, but I got to hang out with a bunch of people there. Uh, Dave and Mike, that were doing the live casting on that. We went out to dinner a couple of times and they just fantastic dudes. Um, uh, hot and Frosty from the Patreon and uh, Legion Discord ended up hanging out with him and a couple of his friends are out there checking Legion out. Uh, just made made my event. It was it was super super fun. Uh, Kyle was out there. Obviously he did very well. Yeah. Uh, they they obviously in the top tables. Those are different you know echelon of <laughs> people. I kept meaning to go over and say hi because I hadn't seen him since the original LVO, but. Just every time I found him, he was in the middle of a game. But uh, it was so cool to actually get out there and interact with players and people that are excited and passionate and playing games. But, uh, I, yeah, any kind of trepidation I had from the first day just instantly evaporated, and we uh, we got on with the business of the games. Would you like to hear how I did? Let's hear it. Hey, okay, I did okay. Not every podcast.
2: <laughs> well, not most podcasts have, you know, the top players, the top eight Not every podcast, though, has the 28th place. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Middle table
1: perspective here. Mm -hmm, Yes. Uh, But yes, so basically what happened was they had the the main heat fire off on Saturday. And that was, what was the total player count? It was like high 50s. It was 50. Hell, I just had it up here. No, high 50s in there, so it was pretty good. So I'm I'm kind of right in the middle of the pack there, which is great. That's, I think, where the most fun. You get some competition. It's not too high stakes, and you can, you know, laugh and have fun still with it. But uh, the first uh, game I played was uh, uh, one of the newer guys out from Louisiana. His name was uh, Luke. Uh, I think it's Legion Luke on the Discord. But uh, he, yeah, yeah, it was Legion Luke. He had uh, 799 points of clones. Spoiler I played clones 3 times. <laughs> and from the <laughs> on breakdown that,
0: from the breakdown that we're looking at like it doesn't look like there is as many Usually, you know it's been heavy with the republic and uh-huh. looks like 18 15 13 and 10 so almost actually yeah would you go the through
1: the breakdown for folks cuz we didn't cover that
0: Sure uh, based on what the uh, the notes we have here it's rebels were 18 republic 15 separatists 13 imperial 10 so I mean that's pretty that's close pretty to being equal across yeah. the board
1: yeah, that was that's not bad, and uh, yeah, I guess I just got lucky <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with, with all the rexes. But uh, uh, oh, uh, for people that may not be familiar with my list, I've been talking about it off and on for several of the episodes. But it's double T forty seven, double A T R T rotary cannon, uh, the rebel officer, two rebel veterans, two Mark II veterans, and then uh, two rebel troopers with the DLT upgrade. And I think that's pretty much uh, things like. Uh, of course, you got the harpoon and the HQ uplink for the T 47s. I think I meant, yeah, rotary blast. Oh, uh, so one thing, I really like this list. Uh, after playing, this is the one I've kind of been doing small iterations on and practicing, and it, I think I finally clicked with something here, and I had so much fun with it. I'll talk about the, my individual experiences during the games. But uh, I made a mistake when I was submitting the list. I meant to get rid of vigilance on the rebel officer and keep the portable scanner. But I did the opposite. And it turns out I'm really happy I did that. Oh, I really enjoyed vigilance way more than the portable scanner, but uh, mostly because you can move the rebel officer with the troopers and you're like, cool, here's a dodge, keep it. And they keep it. And they just keep keeping it as long as they stay within range. Whereas portable scanner, you got to wait for him to activate then hand them out so you're kind of at the whims of when he activates, gets out there, hands out the dodges. So it's just kind of a little bit more reliable if I could plan around it. and you know by the end of the second turn they've got I've got both rebel troopers with dodges on them and then I can you know use the veterans things to get their dodges when they get their orders and all that. But it turns out I really liked it it was completely random accident and uh, I'm glad it happened. Happy little accident. Happy little <laughs> accident but uh, okay yeah so I played Luke uh, who was playing the clones and it was a fun game it was all these games were really really fun except for one <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for the big reveal on that one no actually all of the games were really fun all the games were very close I want to say mm. except for one oh, okay uh, so this was a very <laughs> close one uh, it was he hit me with uh, I haven't played clones and very much at all and it's been several several months since i played rex uh unfortunately there was some rules confusion about how call me captain works and he did a number on my troops i'm not going to say that really kind of tipped the game one way or the over uh the other but it definitely kind of it did tip the game one way or the other <laughs> it was a very close game and, well, if you're running call an me rescue and
0: you get an a- disproportionate number of criticals that's gonna and that's kind of how it shook
1: out but uh it was still a super fun game uh, i've i got corrected when i was kind of talking about it to one of the other players like oh that's not how that works They're like oh okay i need to go let him know and he was you know super apologetic about all that it was it was still great experience i ended up keeping in touch with him over the weekend he had some a lot of fun games and again i'm just happy to be out there rolling dice and meeting people uh, second round was also somebody from the uh, Louisiana crew, uh, actually Luke's good friend Andrew, who was playing clones. Also seven activation clones. Wow. Yeah, that was I was like, wait, what? <laughs> was he
0: running like Obi Wan and Rex Sabertank. Oh, okay. L A A T. Wow.
1: Yeah, and then uh, some other things in there, but those were the the highlights. The L A A T I ended up dropping. So the the first game I played. Uh, it was actually what was it? I think it was Breakthrough. Yeah, I didn't write that down for some reason. So, the second game, uh, we had uh, Breakthrough again with Long March in fortified position. So, I was like, oh boy, here we go. Seven, uh, he he picked Breakthrough also, like that was his flip. And I was like, I've got seven activations, I've got 11. And I was oh. like, Long March, yeah, I get it, but. I don't know. It was, it, it, it ended up being a very close game. Okay. So uh, we were heading up the table. He had the saber tank. Uh, I took out the, the LAAT because I was like, okay, that's the most maneuverable unit. Let me get rid of it. And then he activates the saber tank. And I have not played against the saber tank. I have now played against the Sabertank. Mm. Uh, he, he dropped one of the T-47s. Like, he had the uh, uh, explosive ordnance and all that. Just, just rolled like a madman. And it was... I was like, cool. Well, I'm spending the rest of the game trying to stay out of the way of that. Uh, it came down to basically that last air speeder just boop, getting into the breakthrough deployment zone at the very end of the game. And that was it. Uh, we had a massive battle in the middle of the board and it was a ton of fun. but uh, that I think I win by like one point on like all the ones I won. Oh wow, but uh, great game, uh, great dude and again one of the new players and they're picking up the game so quickly. I guess that's kind of one of the beauties of Legion is this the interactions can get a little intense, but the basics of it, like people can pick up really fast and that that was pretty cl- uh, evident uh last game of the day was jjw uh jj wood uh, i think he was down from uh new england area but a uh, really nice guy this is the only game we didn't go to turn six we went to turn five and then we had to call it but we were doing a payload on a rollout let me tell you i love rollout with vehicles <laughs> oh man that, that was so much fun but he was also uh, as i mentioned playing republic uh we had limited visibility. Had Kenobi, had Rex, and man, I was I was gunning hard for those guys. Like, I tried to send in the T-47s. I, I knocked uh, several points onto each of them early on, and then he kind of, like, kept, you know, popping them around. He was doing, you know, Guardian with uh, Kenobi to keep Rex alive. I really didn't want another Cap, call-me-captain situation. So I didn't have line of sight. I think it was turn two to turn two yeah and i didn't have line to sign on rex so i was like well he's just gonna Guardian with kenobi anyways let me just kenobi had like two wounds on him one or two and i was like let me just fire at him dude I, i get five hits he rolls one save and four deflections he had already used the dodge Aww. So it just kind of coasted through. I was like, oh no, exact <laughs> <laughs> uh, And that really changed the game for me because I think it would have been... Uh, it was still a very close game because he played the hell out of the rest of his clones. But it was just kind of those like want-want dice situations. Yeah, he had used the, the... The first T-47 had gotten to go in and attack Rex and he used the dodge on that one. And then, so the second one was able to get through. So we through.
0: had lat a saber tank and obi-wan
1: no this was the previous game. Oh, that was oh, the previous sorry. game this one okay. was rex and uh, uh and kenobi okay and then a bunch of oh man the uh the arc troopers having full squads of arc troopers like i played against uh, the, the these two games they both had uh, the last two games this one and the previous one they had a full squad of the arc troopers too and it was those guys are nuts those guys are so nuts <laughs> Yeah, I've I've done the little fire teams and things like that, but that was it. But that was that was kind of the first day, and then we went out to uh, dinner that night to a place called uh, Velvet Taco. They do all sorts of weird, like uh, featured foods. Like I had a Kobe beef taco, Ooh. a chicken masala taco, and then like a baja shrimp one. But it was it was pretty awesome, and they do margaritas and all. Really really cool little place that uh, Hot and Frosty had picked out. But uh, the next day they basically. So everybody that didn't go 3-0 the first day, uh, everybody that went 3-0, they continued on, and they kept playing each other. Uh, and then Sunday, they just started basically a new tournament, they, the Redemption Bracket, they called it. And just everybody got seated again, and it was, it was pretty cool. And there was more prizes up for, uh, for grabs. Actually, I think they had better prizes for the Redemption Bracket than they did. Uh, <laughs> they, they had uh, model kits, including a Darth Maul that might come into this conversation a little bit later. But uh, first round was against uh, Sean, and he played an AAT CIS list. Uh, He was out of Chicago. Really, really cool dude. Uh, We were playing Vaporators. Vaporators on a long march with War Weary was very interesting. Yeah, and I spent the entire game just trying to stay away from that AAT. Um, I could not stay away from that AAT (laughs) is how it turns out. But that really came down to the wire
0: um Was he running the HE shells on those? What's that? Was he running the high explosive shells yeah. on those? Yeah. yeah,
1: so I lost one fairly early on. I was able to keep the other one up until I think the last round. But the nice thing was, uh because of the long march, it was kind of a unique table. We were playing on the Naboo table. I think some of the pictures got up there. But we were able to just, I was able to. Per- preserve my guys just enough he was playing without any kind of order uh control interesting okay. yeah with droids he's just kind of like he had droidicas out there he had b1s b2s all that stuff so it was just kind of all over the place and i think it, it might have been one of the deciding factors in the game because did he get burned
0: by ai a lot
1: Yes. I I think that's what it came down to is he would have to like take shots. He wasn't really prepared to do or, you know, make a move that he had to and just lose like one of those activations. So I was able to kind of get up there, grab the evaporators and it got like it it literally like one of the last activations and get in there, get a repair and, you know, that's it. That's the game. You know, it was that close, but a super fun game. Yeah, I no, mentioned like sabotage and moisture evaporators, where
0: doing like actions is so important to scoring. Right, uh, that's a tough one when you don't have order control. Um, you know, yeah, you, like the little experience I have running droids. You know, I was I had an AAT and Darth Maul, but I always try to make sure I had order control with that tactical droid, um, and all the B ones. Yeah. So you're yeah, if, if you're putting that much token diversity in a in a droid list, and then running something like moisture evaporators. That's, that's going to be a tough win. Yeah.
1: But he was another dude that has only been playing less than a year. And it's it blew my mind that it was just so freaking close. Um, but I, the T-47s that I had, uh, they were their job was just to kill anything that could interact with evaporators. I ignored the AAT. I think I took a shot at it once because it was the only thing I had. But I uh, killed the Droidikas, uh, slowly took out the, the B-2 squads and the B-1s. He had one of the evaporators just on lock, and I just kind of sent everybody else to the other one that was contested, and that was the one that ended up getting me the win on that one but I, I really enjoy the evaporator fights they tend to be very close
0: i don't know if i if i heard you mention this one before but did you what pilot upgrades did you have on your
1: oh uh hot shots okay, and multiple, okay. i really really like the hot shots so strictly why i bought a 60 kit was to get two cards <laughs> to lower the uh the difficulty on those in cover ones but uh yeah. uh the last round so because this was in the redemption bracket and we've been uh, been hanging out with Zane and uh, Hot and Frosty uh, the entire weekend. We're like, last round we were both two and zero. We went to the TO. We're like, hey, can we just play each other? And he was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And so we, uh, so I got to face off against uh, old, old Hot and Tasty, as uh, <laughs> I started calling him. But uh, we played on a really, really cool like ice map. Uh, it was key positions, barricades, and uh, war weary barricadas barricadas so. oh oh sorry before i go on there mm-hmm. uh the last game mm-hmm. I, I guess i missed the uh, I, I skipped one actually so round two was against i think his name was josh i lost my notes on this uh it was empire but it had op vader dubax callus shore troopers and then dlt stormtroopers it was kind of a mishmash he was not happy with his list at all uh, uh he still played the, the the hell out of it though And that was another Evaporator one. So this is one of those ones where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm starting to finally unlock this list a little bit. It, again, came down to the last uh, turn. Vader, I just could not kill him. I I ended up killing him after he had repaired one of the Evaporators, or damaged. Yeah, I was trying to repair. And then the the ATRT finally finished him off. But... It all came down to one of the, the ones in the middle of the board, didn't have much cover. I had killed Callus. Callus had gotten out there and done the damage, and I was trying to repair it up. Shoving everything towards that objective again, trying to keep my guys. I think I was down to like three models. I had an, uh, a T 47, I had the ATRT, and it came down to old o- Gideon, my rebel officer. Mm <laughs> hmm. And basically, uh, he had just a couple of squads of guys. It was super bloody battle. But uh, he was bringing one squad around from a building to go to the Vaporators. I don't think he could have made it and made it a, an action on it. Uh, it was really that close. And then he had another squad that was within range. So luckily, I started out turn six with my Rebel officer in base to base. He was able to do the repair action to get it back to full. And then he charged into the Stormtrooper's. And that was kind of the deciding factor for the game because then he couldn't, you know, extract and get over there and repair or anything like that. And I was like, wow, I don't know if I would have thought about that. You know, it seems like an obvious play now, but uh, it's just kind of one of those things that I might not have gone for, you know, a year or so ago. Or just thinking about that and, you know, keeping those objective plays in mind. So it was really, I was proud of myself for that one, but apparently I used all my brain juices on it because the next game was just, like I said, they were all very close games except for this next one uh one of the other things that i think kind of next leveled my gameplay was like uh, in the previous Vaporator game i was bubble wrapping objectives for that last turn mm-hmm. so i had my rebels kind of around it so he couldn't he had maul threatening to go in and do a, a destroy on it and i knew maul could get crazy fast so i just kind of started layering the last of my guys around one of my own vaporators. and it worked he, he couldn't quite get in there and uh yeah, that, that kept me in the game at that point. But, uh, okay, last game was the ice map, Hot and Frosty. Uh, this was kind of the grudge match since we we called each other out there. And this was also my game against Rebels. So I got to play everybody, three three Gar followed by uh, Separatists, Empire, and now Rebels. And he had the AA5 and also Operative Luke. I hate Operative Luke. <laughs> I, I have not found a way to contain him yet. You've played Operative Luke against me and he is a handful yeah but uh by like turn three is just my brain had turned to sludge and i was everything was dying he had some hellacious roles i mean but he was playing very well as well he's he's a really good player he's put in uh reps on tabletop simulator and all that kind of stuff and he was definitely ready to go but finally i think it was like turn four end of turn four i was like hey can we just call this and like go get a beer or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun uh so that was my two in one record for both days lost in the first round the first day and then lost in the last round in the second but there was like a bunch of three and O's going into the redemption bracket and uh part of the prizes uh uh zane had told me was like hey if i get up there i know you've been waiting for a mall. if i can i'm gonna pick it and get give it to you and he did so i've got a mall now so oh nice yeah, yeah. i'm very excited to go i want to go trot that out with an AAT maybe when we get those STDs uh, (laughs) tactical droids but uh, (laughs) overall man I'm super hyped about this it got me really re-energized for Legion well even more so and I'm excited to go into SoCal Open going to get my ticket for that as I mentioned I think if they're going to do it again next year I'll probably go because it's a great opportunity to go visit friends and go and hang out there. The organizers there uh, I think Benjamin and uh, Lupo did fantastic work Uh, they, they ran a really, really smooth event, and it was really good. I'm hoping it's going to be bigger next year.
2: Refresh my memory. You had uh, harpoons on both yours? Yes. I mean, oh, any. I did get harpoon kills. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, there any notable uh, harpoon I kills? I did. Yeah. I
1: actually got to harpoon the AAT that I went against, too, and I got to turn it. Not that it matters. Yeah, it <laughs> gun anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a, ha I did a thing. have a weak point,
0: though, so yeah. maybe you could use that to your advantage. You
1: know, that's a good point, except I was not trying to fight that tank. I was just oh. ignoring it and trying to kill all the stuff that could do objectives. But, uh, yeah, I did get some harpoon kills. I actually killed... Uh, the uh, dewback with a last oh. uh, lucky shot there. <laughs> uh, a couple of clones got their heads uh, magnet harpooned off. So <laughs> nice. it was uh, it was pretty cool. I, I keep tempting to go with the ground buzzer. Kind of like, what if I could throw more, more dice at this? But it's like, nah, one red's fine. It's, it's good. <laughs> yeah. F- free is a good price to pay. So
0: all the lists that you faced, you said you had, what, one LAAT... Yeah, one saber. Tag. Yeah, there was
1: only two LAATs there the entire time. Apparently, I got to play against one of them, so that was nice. I mean, it didn't make it to past turn two, but still.
0: So. You saw a decent number a decent amount of armor compared to what you would normally see in the past.
1: It was an armor armor on parade. I think yeah, they did they lined up for like all the vehicles in a shot, but I was in the middle of the game so I didn't get to bring my T forty sevens or ATRTs over. So if you saw that shot, imagine if there was even more. <laughs> there was tons of AA fives out there. Yeah, there was fifteen or sixteen, I believe. Yeah, I think sixteen was what I heard. Um, but it's kind of funny, and I, and I said multiple times during the event, it's like we've been joking about, you know, the new vehicle meta for a while. Well, kind of half-joking, but it was definitely there in force. But uh, th- there was some winning list. That was more than, you know, obviously there was the real show going on while we were having fun in the loser brackets. <laughs> uh, who, who's got the stats on uh, we had a first and second place face-off? Yeah, that was just...
2: Way out there, or at least compared to what the meta has been previously. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. saying. That, like
1: this was a weird event. Like we had new players. We had people, you know, like myself that hadn't played at a big event in you know over a year and a half. And so there was there were shenanigans going on. Speaking, <laughs>
2: speaking of new players, you say that's the secret to your success is only play new players?
1: Uh, yes, nice. and avoid hot and frosty. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's too good. Well,
0: you know, I mean, obviously. I'm not super involved with like TTS or mm-hmm. the Invader League. Um, but like from what we had seen from previous seasons of Invader League since you know tournaments weren't a thing for quite a while uh-huh. um, man, it's it's brightening my spirits to see the lists that were that were the top table.
1: yeah yeah I wish I didn't get to even go see it yet. I need to go back and watch a playback for it because you know I was busy playing my own games. Uh, but yeah, the, the guy that ended up winning, do you have the.
0: Yeah, I got a list right here. Yeah, okay. So first place was Grand Moff Merker, and he ran a 19 point bid um, with wow. Rebels, which I don't know if you'd be a Grand Moff and run uh, <laughs> <about laughs> Rebels, but uh, he had Cassian, K2SO, R2D2, three Rebel vets, three medium blaster troopers, and two airspeeders. So
1: you were on the right track. Yeah, I guess I yeah. just need to play better.
2: <laughs> I mean, the build is very similar. It Was Hotshot and Harpoon, and he put long-range comms on him too. Yep. Oh, uh, I
1: had HQ uplinks. Oh, okay. So yeah.
2: it's it's a side grade there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's definitely kind of a your mileage may vary thing. But uh, yeah, having the cast here, I might have to go look at him in the commander. Cass seems
0: really good. I, mean, I know plays... Jeff
1: loves him quite a bit. Yeah. So
0: it's he's arguably the best Rebel commander right now. Um, I, I, there's some debate, but I, I think that's what you're getting with his supportability, with his long range, you know, his long range stuff, I, and you know, his command cards. Yeah, yeah, his command cards are good. So I mean, there's there's a lot there with that. Um, you know, I, I think for what you were doing with your rebel officer, it was still a good choice. But yeah, Cassian's, he's real good. Yeah. Um, and then of course this this one was my favorite though. The second place list was running Darth Vader and triple do backs.
2: Oh yeah, like, man! What the? Heck?
0: Yeah, <laughs> awesome.
1: Yeah, Love it. Uh, one of the guys we ended up hanging out with uh, down there, Tyler, super super nice guy. I think he was down there from uh, Houston, but he brought double do backs, and it was always fun to check in with him between rounds. Like, oh, what the do back? Unfortunately, they tend to draw a lot of fire, is what mm-hmm. it turns out. But uh, when they can get in there and chomp some droids or whatnot, it's it's always a celebration for everybody.
0: But you know, it's a great counter meta play because mm-hmm. if you're expecting that, like with the A A fives. You know, if they're gonna make a big impact, and then with Wookies, and if people are gonna bring in a lot of stuff that's gonna charge up and get up in your face, those are great linebacker units. You know, do and, and Darth if they, Vader because and it, and mean, an Darth, IRG too. An IRG, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like Darth Vader's one drawback until we see Burst of speed. Oh, he did have an IRG. It's, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and, and triple storm, uh, triple shore troopers, and triple mortar in the IRG.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, Darth Vader's biggest drawback is the fact that he's so slow but if they're bringing the action to you,
2: yeah, what does
1: that matter? Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. Yeah, the only uh complaint I heard from the uh the guys that were doing do backs is because there's so there was so much armor that they didn't have very good answers for. It. But then again, Death Vader's is a pretty good answer for everything. Well, that, Yeah. So. And
2: the and the do back melee attack does have critical as well. So,
1: yeah, you, yeah, you can you that. can chip it on in yeah. there.
0: Yeah. But, you know, that that first place list with the double uh with the double air speeders, Woo! that's a perfect counter to what he had because they are, they're immune to melee anyway. Yep. So yeah, the new backs yeah. aren't doing a whole lot against them. I mean, really, the only thing you're worried about is the Darth Vader doing a saber throw, yeah, which he didn't saber have. Throws
1: oh, no, and yeah. maybe oh, did he? Some yeah, ch- oh, a ch- throw. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I mean, that's really your only source of, of impact from range. Yeah. Because the shore troopers weren't running any heavies. Mortars aren't doing anything against armor.
1: Yeah. Without extra like DLTs um, on regular stormtroopers. Yeah. I can see. And you can both a of these lists, of a pass.
2: both these lists, had their veterans and shores and their yeah detachment with no heavies yeah Just which kind of i don't activation padding which is interesting
0: i like that i yeah. i am a big fan of that i do that myself um but you need to have some source of ranged ranged armor or ranged uh, impact mm.
1: and I yeah mean, i'll have to go back and watch the game see if that's kind of what the decider was there but uh i love seeing rebels and empire on the top table there that's fantastic
0: I just like seeing the list diversity, you know, having, yeah. having every representative or every faction being represented heavily, um, you know, having Darth Vader being viable in the meta. That's a great thing. <laughs> it's something we haven't seen really. Since Even before four
1: speed coming out too. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and without the LAAT because, you know, the having the, the Vader bus or the, the flying Vader copter, you know, it, it's, it's cool. It's unique, but I, I like to see. I like to see stuff like this. this is...
1: I, I was kind of hoping to see Vader copter out there. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: there were only, three, I think, three LAs in the whole
1: event. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I mentioned. Uh, yeah. I think there was two, two, maybe three. Yeah, two, I mean, two I know. were
0: Republic, right? Um,
1: at least one was Republic. Yeah, okay, maybe two Empire. Yeah, yeah. 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 but uh, no. Super, again, fantastic uh, experience. Great time. I would definitely do it again. Uh, looking forward to SoCal and all that, but. Uh, yeah, thank you, everybody that attended or tuned in for the live streams on that. And I'm sure I'll be uh, in- eagerly anticipating next year. But uh, anyways, any you guys, any final thoughts on reveals, tournament brackets? Um, if our normal mm-hmm.
2: editing schedule goes to plan, this yep. should be going live right when the uh, the SoCal Open stuff yep. goes on. Yep. So if I'll you're be... going to SoCal Open, hop on there, get your tickets.
1: Yeah, get in there, get those tickets. All that good stuff. Because Matt,
2: so, Matt's planning on going too. Yeah.
0: So. I, I might actually try to go to also Or to... You uh, should! To SoCal open. It'll be um, a lot of fun. Huh. I'm interested to see if the is going to change much before then. Because... A little shifty. We'll have Yoda,
1: Yoda. come up by that time. Yeah. You see Yoda.
0: I'm really excited to see what Yoda's going to bring mm. to the meta. You know, I, I don't know if it's going to be a complete change of pace. But I think he's going to bring something that's going to change the way, you know, we see some things run. I... Stupid So
2: SoCal Open is late October.
0: Late October. Yes. Yeah. So
2: man. the Fluttercraft, Spider Tank, Super Tactical, or Magnadroids, provided they aren't delayed, are coming out October first.
0: Yes. So you'll have those as well. Ooh. So those will, those will be available too. Yeah. So they should be
2: really interesting.
0: Oh man. I mean, we don't know any of the rules on those yet. So I'm
2: mean, sure they'll be leaking them. I'm not leaking, spoiling yeah. them mm-hmm. soon.
0: But yes. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool to see like Magnadroids. Yeah. I mean, running. <whistles> what about <whistles> a, a droid yeah. melee list? You throw some Magna Droids, throw Grievous and some Grievous andor Mall or or Dooku and mm-hmm. yeah, it might be cool. Some of the, the Vibroblade uh BX droids.
1: So the Wookiees that you wish you had, the with all the choppy swords and all that stuff?
0: Oh I mean, we'll have the battleshield by then. Oh, okay. So that, let's be real, let's boot up. that's but that's what I'll be running. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Not gonna go too crazy but uh okay well thank you again to all our patrons that make this show possible uh if you stop by the facebook page and uh check out legion Outriders where we post the the shows when they get announced and various other legion news john where can people find you um
0: i'm not gonna give you my address <laughs> sorry I had to make the the, the keegan <laughs> joke the keegan, last week. Yes, also yeah. shout out to keegan um i was on his uh turn zero list that's this right week. what'd uh, you talk about there this little you'll have you'll have to go to the no it's uh, uh, Wookiees Wookiees yeah. Oh, shocking <laughs> yeah so really? I do not even know why <laughs> uh, but I, I tried to change it up because he had a couple other people doing some Wookiee lists because um, of Wookiee Weeks was it was his thing, weeks. so yeah, yeah so I, I changed it up didn't run the, the prototypical Wookiee list so um, oh. check that out this week I th- actually I think he's going to be airing it next week
1: so no Wookiee leaks for us <laughs> <laughs>
0: You gotta pay extra for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, but my uh, social—I've got uh, Outrider underscore John on Instagram. If you want to check out any of the paintings that I do,
2: hell yeah, I'm on there. And Long Gun Wookie on uh, OnlyFans, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Long Gun> w- <laughs> <laughs> oh Uh, boy Dan how about you uh, well you know I'm boring I'm on the discord I'm on the facebook I'm on your I'm on on your twitch channel dan tech slash
1: outrider dan available on there Mm -hmm. you can catch me on twitter at grn underscore archer or streaming on twitch at captain underscore archer other than that guys take care be good to each other and we'll see you next episode
0: this concludes the current episode of the legion outriders podcast you may cultivate a tactical advantage by observing the Outriders on Facebook or Twitter at Legion Outriders. Wisdom advocates subscribing to the podcast. Acting otherwise is reckless.